Hey, you're listening to the Smoke Meat Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Pittman. Smoke Meat was brought to you by Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia, in the bottom of the Lamar building. Uh, Joe's is a great place. Jeremy and the gang always make you feel like you're at home the first time you walk in to every time you walk in. So go on down there and make some new friends. Sit down and have some drinks with some old ones. Just have a good time. That's Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia. Remember, I goes to Joe's and so should you. That's Joe's Underground, the corner of 8th and Broad in the bottom of the Lamar Building, Augusta, Georgia. Today, my guest is Miss Angela Joseph, one of the producers of the Clown Motel. Uh, right now, they're actually filming Clown Motel 2, and it's going to be so amazing from what I've seen and heard from it. Uh, just looking forward to it. If you haven't seen Clown Motel, you need to get out there and watch it. It's everywhere. Uh, we're going to get this piece kicked off tonight with Angela Joseph on the Smoked Meat Podcast. How you doing, Angela? I'm doing good. How are you? Any better? I would be twins. I have two sets of twins. Why do you say that? Oh, Lord. Ooh, I can barely handle the two kids I got. I can imagine either one of them being twins, let alone both of them. Yeah. Oh. It's been a ride. It's been an adventure. Oh, man. That's making my skin crawl thinking about two sets of twins. I couldn't imagine. Holy crap. And a single. And a single. So I, was in, I was built for motherhood, I guess. Hey, it works. Like I tell everybody, I wouldn't take a billion dollars for either of my kids, but I wouldn't give a nickel for 20 more just like them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the way to look at it. That sure is. Yeah. I tell you, you know, you've, you've been busy. I watched some of your work this weekend. Um, I, I watched Clown Motel. That was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. That was amazing. I had a ball watching that thing. I actually watched it while I was at work. I sat in the front oh, seat wow. of my ambulance watching it whenever I was able to, to between calls. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, I dig it. What was your favorite What was your favorite line? My favorite line, let me think. I liked when Ham turned around and said, what do we have here? That was creepy. <laughs> what do we have here? <laughs> yes, that was creepy. Yes, he, uh, yes, he did a great job. <laughs> he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. If you get a chance, you should just pick up the, uh, the DVD. And uh, there's uh, some extra deleted scenes, and they have uh, Hamming It Up with Hammy on mm-hmm. the DVD. That's a lot of fun. Oh, hell. Oh, man. Where can I get the DVD? Because I want one. Actually, you can get that on the um, Indiegogo campaign that we've got running right now mm-hmm. for Cloud Motel and Compatible Finishing Funds. There's some DVD packages up there. Outstanding. I will be getting me a DVD because I I got to see more. I'm ready for every for the rest of them to come on out and and check them out because oh man, that was awesome. Yes, the clowns have arisen. Oh yes, they have, and it's funny, you know. I'm, you know, I am actually a certified clown. That's uh, so awesome. Yeah, uh, Murray was actually the voice was my first clown I did. I learned to do clowning for fire safety. Because oh, wow. yeah, whenever I have a group of kids, if I'm in uniform, I would have them for like ten minutes at the most. If that's their attention span. But as a clown, you mm-hmm. got them all day long. 
So oh, yeah. my first clown's name was actually Murray, and Murray's voice was this. And, uh, yeah, I, I just I decided I could not do him as my, my kid's clown because, as you know, Murray's voice lends itself to cussing really big. Yes. Uh, didn't didn't want to get up there on stage in front of a thousand kids and accidentally say, "Stop, drop, and roll, you little bastards." That would be a bad thing. <laughs> that would be bad. They might have gotten the kick out of it, and they sure would have listened. But you might have gotten calls from parents. Yeah, one or two, I think. Yes, one or two. So I had to retire Murray from the fire service, and I. I Made myself another clown named Emmett, E-M apostrophe T for E-M-T. And he was fun. I do magic and balloons and all that good stuff. But I, I love doing it. But, man, these these clowns, whoo, son. I know it. I love them. What do you think of Golden Age? Hmm? Oh, Golden Age was rough. <laughs> yeah. He um, was, I think, one of the creepiest clowns. Oh, man. Yeah, it's funny. I, I always thought Murray was one of a kind. No, Murray found kindred spirits. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, the clown world is deep. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because of, you know, different movies, and hell, even before the movies, it, I've learned one thing. If you like clowns, you like them. If you're afraid of them, you were terrified of them. There's no in between. No, there's nobody can just give or take a clown. They don't carry it away. <laughs> and when you're scared That's of them, true. holy crap, it's awesome. Yes, but then you gotta face your fears, right? Definitely, definitely. And it's funny, my kids, they're they don't really like clowns very much, but they've seen me put on the makeup and everything so many times they don't care. <laughs> respect the clown <laughs> exactly exactly so what gave y'all the idea to do the clown motel now that would be a joseph kelly and dave bailey driving on a road trip back from a horror festival and they passed the clown motel <laughs> <laughs> and the research began you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, nice, nice history um, of Tonopah in that movie. Mm -hmm. If you look, if you look for Easter eggs, that cemetery is real and it is a historical cemetery from 1901 to 1911, only 10 years, and then it filled up due to the death toll in the gold mines with the Tonopah fire. Hmm. So you've got a lot of lost souls down there in that cemetery that were killed in the mine. Mm -hmm. Man. Well, I know, um, I think I, I was reading somewhere, didn't y'all stay out there while y'all were filming it? Of course. No, I remember seeing this on Ghost Adventures where they investigated. Because they say the place yes. is haunted. Did y'all have anything cool happen? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But Hammy would have a good story for you. Maybe you can get him on here one day. Oh, that. Um, but yeah, because Hammy is actually uh, in real life. Johnny Karate is mm -hmm. a paranormal ghost hunter. So he has some activity in his room. I, uh, myself, am a little empathic. 
So I'd done my research prior to going down, and I went down with my daughters, Brandy and Brittany, the twins. Mm-hmm. And I brought my sage, and I saged the room before I allowed the girls to go in. I also brought six clowns down that were given to me by family here in Colorado, and also that I picked up um, along the way. And I had them stay in my room with me, the clowns that I brought, until we checked out. And when we checked out, I checked those clowns in in the, in the um, lobby. Oh, that is cool. That so is so cool. I left six guys down there, and we'll see how many I bring when we go this time. Oh, man. That is cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> and, you know, you talk about saging the place. We've yeah. only, I, I used to ghost hunt a lot. And uh, we had a place in a little bitty town called Boneville. And everybody called it the Boneville Mansion, the old Dixie Inn. It was just a big old two-story house that was basically a shell of a house. It was old. Uh And we got so much good stuff out of there. I got so many EVPs and things. But we went in one night, and we took a friend with us who was even more, he, he took the more spiritual approach to it than we did. And he walked in and started smudging the place. Every door in that damn building slammed at once. It was Ooh. wild. So you were on the, you were on here with a believer. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. But that was oh, so yeah. funky there. I've never smudged anywhere else after that. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, you definitely want to smudge. Definitely want to smudge. And it doesn't matter if I stay in the same room. Um, when I go back, I still will. I'll bring the same sage mm-hmm. with me. The same stick. I haven't had to smudge many places, and that was the main one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that, you know, nothing negative attached. Yeah. And went home with us. Which, yeah. we're all fine. We're all, we've all been blessed. I would like to see some decorations in that cemetery. I think it would brighten it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, we, you know, I've only had one thing. I, I won't even say it attached is a and just kind of came home for a minute but it was a little girl and uh it was weird we we have another place there called the rock house and we actually got permission to go because it's the oldest freestanding place in georgia i mean it's still just like it was built because obviously rocks wow and uh we went into the basement first and came upstairs and when you listen to the tapes when we go in the basement you hear a little voice every time I talk go, Pa? And as we go in through the house, we go up to the attic finally, and we've got another guy with us. Him and his wife had never been, and they wanted to try ghost writing. I don't believe in ghost writing because you're holding the pen. You're just writing sloppy. I don't believe in it. Right. Uh, I said, all right, I'm going to be the skeptic here. I'm turning around. I'm going to hold up some fingers, write down how many I'm holding up. And I held up three fingers, and somebody said, Three? I said, really? Okay, how about we do it again? So I did four fingers, and oh no, I did three. Yeah, I did three more fingers. And he wrote down three lines. I'm like, okay, that's, he guessed. And I did what I call the the public safety gang sign, which you make 911 out of your fingers. And on uh-huh. the tape, you hear this little girl's voice say, why a nine, Pa? And I'm like, hmm, okay, creepy enough. But a couple of days later, I was at home, and I, I was feeling bad. I wanted to just stay in the house, go to sleep. I, I was sick. 
my wife took our kids to my in-laws house for the day and I called her and I said you know why didn't you take Maddie with you I don't feel good I, I can't watch her because she was real small at the time she said Maddie's right here I was uh-huh. like no she keeps running up and down the hall and then hiding from me she's like no I swear she's here with me and she put Maddie on the phone I'm like hmm well ain't that some shit Oh, so, boy. And, you know, when we moved, the whatever it was came with us because they would turn our laundry room light on and off whenever I would tell it to, and that was kind of creepy, but it was funny. But it's been yes, a long yes. time since we've seen or heard anything from it. Well, she probably crossed over. Yeah. Yeah, just needed to turn on some lights, and she was good. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they just need to be acknowledged. Yeah. That's what I found. Like just bringing children down in that environment, I wanted to make sure that they, you know, my girls were, of course, of age, but I still wanted to make sure that nothing, you know, attached and that everybody spirit-wise down there knew that we weren't trying to desecrate or make fun of or, you know, we meant no harm. Yeah. Yeah, and that is very important because... Like I said, a lot of people go into it and play and all that, and you know when I do it, we're serious. I, I joke around. I mean, you've you've seen my sense of humor already, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, you got to be serious because you you piss something off you can't see. Not good. You don't know what what door you've opened. You have to always be very careful with open doors. Yeah, because you might be able to open it. You can't close it though. That's for sure. Oh. That's for sure. But yeah, I told you this thing steers itself all over the place. It, yes, it's great. It definitely Most does. Where did you come up with that? This name of the show is amazing. Okay, well here it is. I had a, it's kind of not really a dark story, but it's it's a good story. Uh, around five years ago, I actually had two strokes. My first one I didn't know I had. My second one I was on the ambulance when I had it, and I, I started stuttering real bad. That was one of the main things that happened with me. I got lucky; it didn't get me physically, but it got—it scrambled my eggs really good. Uh-huh. And uh, for four or five months after that, I couldn't work, so I was at home, physically doing fine, but you know, mentally and my—I had holes, holes in my memory, things like that, and I had to stutter. And to center me, I have a, a cook shack out there behind my house. It's got my grill and my smokers okay. and all that stuff, and uh. I had a friend who loves to hunt, and he doesn't like wild game. So he would either get a deer or a hog, and he would call me and my other friend who would come get me. We'd go get the deer or hog, and we'd process it. Okay. Well, I got tired of just cutting, quartering it up and cutting hams and the general things everybody does with them. And I decided to learn to make sausages and all that good stuff. And I make my own pastrami um, out of deer. I make a summer sausage, brat, sandui, pepperoni, you name it. But that wow. helped heal me, so I called it smoked meat. Oh, nice. That's a great story. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, I'm actually coming up on my one-year anniversary of the podcast, I realized today. Congratulations. Yep, thank you very, very much. Yeah, this is what I do in my spare time to kind of wind down from, from work. And I love it because I get to talk to really cool people. And I don't feel like I do interviews. I feel like I make friends. Exactly. That's what it is. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, anytime, anytime. But yeah, I, I hate those shows that 
You listen to it, and it's the guy with the radio voice going, So, tell me about Clown Motel. Uh huh. Why, yeah. yes. Who are your co stars? I hate that crap. Ah, uh, no kidding. And, no kidding. And I listen to a lot of shows because I'll, I'll listen to podcasts on my way back and forth to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody gets asked the same thing on every show. You know, you can listen to, I, I love Howie Mandel, and I listened to his one of his interviews he had done with him. And I'm like, that was cool. I'm going to find another one. And the next three that I listened to, all of them were the same questions that were being asked of him. And he sounded so bored answering those things. And I, I decided Aww, my, my guess would not be that way. Yeah. Non-scripted, non-scripted is often better, much yeah. better. Exactly. You know, I, I like to I write down little notes just here and there as I'm going beforehand. Mm-hmm. And... We just kind of roll. Cause, that works for me. You know, it, it, it's just fun. It it's, really is. Because I, and being it, a part of Clown Motel, being a part of Clown Motel truly has had an impact on our family's life. We really appreciate the filmmakers that we met and have become our film family mm-hmm. through working on that project. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun, you know, and it, I know people don't realize how much work it is. You know, I, mm-hmm. just the little things I've done, my little videos, and I've been an extra in two movies. One of them, okay. remember a movie called Fled, had Lawrence Fishburne and Stephen Baldwin in it? Okay. Um, I was in that. The It's One Fatal Flaw was it opened on the same weekend as Independence Day. So, so that's right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just our, our couple of days being there, we were the ambulance that was on on standby on the scene, and they said, we need a paramedic over here for this shot. So next thing you know, I'm in the movie. Nice. And that was so cool. I was zipping up a body bag, and I zipped that thing probably 40 times for a half a second shot. Mm-hmm. You got it, though. Yeah. I mean, then, and they just wanted different angles and all this, and Ken oh, Jenkins yeah, yeah. to... The doctor from Scrubs, one of the main doctors from Scrubs, he was like a foot from me. He would he'd look at the guy, and then I would close the bag and zip it up. They'd yell cut and say, "All right, unzip the bag." I'd unzip it. The guy could breathe and I say, "All right, well let's do it like this," and just over and over and over. But mm-hmm. that's what it takes sometimes. And it looks good on film. Yeah, especially the guy zipping the body bag. You can tell that's my wrist. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then me sta- and stand- standing in the background talking to somebody without talking was so weird. Oh yes, pantomime. Yes, that was so weird. Oh man. If you get really good at pantomime, you end up in a lot of shots. My my family and I have done a lot of background work, mm-hmm. and we end up with our faces in every movie, and it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. The most cool. recent one was Amateur, which Netflix shot out here with Brian White uh-huh. and um, and uh, Michael was it Rainey, the one from um, Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. Yes, and we had a great time on that set, and we were in so many different scenes and worked with with them, um, you know, for so many different days. It was just so fun, and 
you know, my grandson is in it, my um, sons, Brandon and Robert and Ryan, my brother, my daughters, Brandy and Brittany, which the whole family came out for that film. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, it's it's so cool whenever it comes out to look up and see yourself. That is the neatest oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then to pause the scenes, you have to pause it though because background can go really fast. Oh yeah, so you got to get those screenshots. But yeah, that was a lot of fun, especially to have my grandson um, do a film, and that was his first film, and he's since done a couple of commercials, which is fun. Yeah, I'm trying to get my kids more interested in doing stuff like that because, you know, here in Fayetteville, they film everything over here. Uh, I live right by Pinewood Studios, probably 10 miles away. Uh, Tyler Perry Studios just opened up 20 miles away. And when when we first moved up here, I was going to get out of medicine because I wasn't back on the ambulance yet. And I started cooking. Um, I'm sure you know Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Oh, yes. Well, him and Greg Nicotero own a restaurant in Sonoya, and that's 10 miles away from us, and I actually cooked for them, cooked for that restaurant when I moved here. Oh, that's awesome. You could actually see, you could throw a rock and hit the set of Alexandria from where we cooked at. Oh, that's so cool. That that was really, really cool. I've still got my shirts from that job. I, I love wearing those. Oh, I bet. But yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, and there's a lot of a lot of chances for extras around here, and my kids just aren't really into it. And I'm like, come on, it'll be fun. You'll be in a movie. No, it's okay. Yeah. Well, you know how, and this is a this is an idea for you. This is how I got my kids turned on to the business. We did a 48 hour film project, and the boys were only I want to say eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was like 11 or 12. And Brandy and Brittany were 16, 17. And everybody had so much fun. It's like everybody got to do a little of something different. You know, there's sound. You know, there's camera. And Brandon was taking pictures. He actually got um, some pictures of a ghost. Um, on that set. It wasn't even in the house. It was like on the curb outside Albuquerque, New Mexico. And in the series of shots that he got, you see this ghost with a ball baseball cap um, walking down the sidewalk towards the kids and then sit down on the curb and just watch. That and you is can see, cool. Yeah, you can see those images in the 12-year-old pictures. And I was like, wow, Brandon, you got a ghost. <laughs> that is awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so that man. was just our first 48-hour film project. And then so much happened. So that opened the world to me. Oh, man, that is cool. You know, the way that I do these shows, you know, I record. And then I'll go back and I'll record the intro and edit that in. When uh-huh. I, I actually did a show with Stacy Toy, and when I was editing, I did my intro, and then I put this on it. And when I do this, I'm alone down here. There's nobody in the basement with me. I'm just It's just me. No sound down here. Uh, she was at home alone, too. And after my intro, you hear somebody say, I can hear him. That was so creepy. Whoa. Yeah, and it wasn't her, and it was not me. Wow, it'd be interesting if you get anything, uh, any feedback like that online. I will definitely I let you know. Of, 
couple of family ghosts that actually live here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that has always been so cool. EVPs are my favorite thing to get because you know you don't hear them. I've actually got a new recorder I'm wanting to ghost hunt with because it you can put headphones on it and you can hear what comes in in real time. Oh wow! So I'm wanting to test that. Well, that would be nice. Oh that yeah, would be nice. that would be cooler than the other side of my pillow. Yeah, it would be. Uh, one thing, I got a story. I got a story for you. All right. We're talking about we're talking about smudging and sage, and I mentioned that I had a couple of ghosts. Well, my father, I have his ashes. He passed away in 2014. Really, really amazing man. Amazing career, great guy. And I told him these things when I was a kid, and he's like, Angela, you're just crazy. Don't tell the wrong person that. They'll lock you in a nut house. I was like, all right, Daddy. Mm-hmm. But when you do die, I'm going to talk to you and you tell me if you can hear me. Now he's like in the background laughing because it's true. Mm-hmm. So the story with the sage, I was, I usually keep my spiritual things, you know, kind of in a close environment. And my dad's ashes are in a case in my living room. Mm-hmm. And this was at at an at a old house. And um, I had decided to put the sage in the case. Okay? okay. Now it's not it's not necessarily to get rid of any spirit. I just was setting it there, right? Yeah. Not realizing that Dad didn't like it. It wasn't <laughs> a matter of him being a, a bad spirit. It was a matter of him being a spirit. Period. Mm-hmm. So every morning for like three or four days, I couldn't figure out why his case would be open and the stage was on the ground. And finally, the third or fourth day, picking it up to get ready to put it back. I heard him, I swear, as loud as can be. Please put that somewhere else. <laughs> I, oh, wow. <laughs> sorry, Dad. Nice. I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> so, yeah, the stage is in a drawer far removed from his case, and he gets to rest without stage running along. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, no, I've. Uh, I, the, about the only thing I have here, I've got my brother's ashes. And he, he passed about eight or nine months ago. And he was a unique individual. We we went a long time. We didn't see eye to eye, and we didn't talk for a long time. And But he introduced me when I was a kid to Leonard Skinner. This is some of my fav- favorite music. I mean, it, the, our song, the first one I ever heard was The Ballad of Curtis Lowe. And nice. You know, when I, I I actually did a show about him after all this to kind of air air out the world. You know, I I believe in putting myself out there. And uh, before the the PA system I have down here now, I had it in my garage because that's where I cook at a lot. I've got my flat tops and everything out there, and my grill and my smokers by the back door outside. And I said, you know, I'm just going to put the, the, his ashes up here on this speaker because he he loved music. And it was so right. funny. Whenever I would play Leonard Skinner, they would turn up some. It was weird. Nice. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. I get that with my father, too. Um, it's Hotel California for Daddy. Oh, love the song. Love it. Yeah. Hotel California. He, he loved that one. I've got video of him singing it before he died. And I used it in a um, little memorial video I did for him after he died. Mm-hmm. And also, I did John Denver's "Rocky Mountain High." Oh yeah, that great was another, song. That was another one of Dad's favorites. Great. I actually watched a movie about him not long ago. 
Um, Chad Lowe played him, and it was it was good. It was really good. Mm. He was more than just that granola eating guy. He was he was awesome. Oh. Yeah, I don't think my life would be the same without John Denver's influence on my father. Yeah, yeah, and I tell you, I, I got one another story for you. Remember the days of burning CDs? Burning yet? Yes, I, I sat at home one day and I burned one, and uh, it was all legally downloaded music. It was no LimeWire songs on there at all, none. Right. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, I was I was just down one day, and I was listening to that song, and my mom died, you know, before I met my my wife, right before I met her. Uh huh. And the it just life was getting complicated. Everything just felt like it was on me. And I had that CD on, and the song, of course, Skinner, Simple Man, came on, mm. which is awesome. But I didn't put that song on there, and uh, can't find it on that CD anymore. The songs I put on there, all of them were still on there. Just that one played, and that was so <laughs> weird because it it comforted me. And I always, I always like to say that was mom. Uh huh. So. You know, I definitely believe things are out there that we can't explain. You know, I believe in aliens. We cannot be the smartest thing in this in all these stars and planets. There's no way in hell if we are, it's doomed. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. I like. I think this is a battlefield gone wrong or a test testing ground. I don't oh, know, but I think we're like we a cosmic ant farm. Do. I think the animals are more, more perfection than humans. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I believe in Bigfoot. Oh, yes. Okay. I do, I do. Um, I love watching Bigfoot movies, though. I really do. Bobcat Goldthwait, you know, I found out a few years ago, he's a director now. And nice. it's funny, when I first, you know, everybody first saw him, it was that guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, he almost quit comedy over that character. He, he said, I was wow. getting so tired of comedy, and then I realized I was tired of that character. And he, he quit doing him and found his love again. But he does a movie, or had a movie called um, Willow Creek. And it's on Amazon Prime. And it's a found footage movie, kind of like Blair Witch. Okay. But a couple goes out to Bluff Creek, California, where the famous Bigfoot footage was shot by Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. Okay. And they're going out, the, the couple's going out there to, they want to film at that same site for the guy's birthday well the first half of it is them interviewing all the people in town all that good stuff and the second half they actually go into the woods to hike to it and holy crap it's it's good Ooh. it's good it makes the hair on my arms stand up oh nice i will watch it i do have prime yep it is very good another good one is there's something in the woods that one got me really good they did a good job with that one but yeah, I mean, there, there's things we haven't found yet all over, and I, I believe in them. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And you know, like with the you know photos, you capture things. I'm always my head's always in the clouds. You know, mm. kind of in deep thought, I'll look up and see amazing cloud formations. Oh yeah. And I've taken cloud pictures for a number of years. A few years back, at that same house where Dad threw the sage out of the cabinet um i got some pictures 
of a spaceship and a series of them and it moving around like super fast because I was taking fast pictures did not see the spaceship until I was looking at the pictures later yeah and I showed my mom and my mom's like are you gonna show that are you gonna send those to anybody I was she said you should send those in I'm like why they know I saw them I don't need to tell anybody else I saw them you know yeah I call the government, look, look, no, leave it alone. Yeah. It was a really pretty, pretty uh, craft, mm-hmm. but it moved very, very fast. And then hovered, too. So it was it was interesting. The shots were interesting. Yeah, actually, there's no way we're the, we're the geniuses of this, this whole everything. No way. Nope. And, uh, and building the pyramids and all that. Yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of influence. Outside. Yeah, and I tell you what's the most fun about doing any kind of ghost hunt or anything like that is, you know, when you're going over your evidence after it's over, and finding something like the spaceship or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I ran a ran an ambulance service when I was doing a lot of ghost hunting, so we would meet at my place at my my office and go from there. At the end of the night, we would just go back out there. And, you know, everybody get in their car and go home. I'd go inside on my computer and put on my headphones and do a little bit of paperwork, things like that, and just listen to the tapes to see if I heard anything. And it was so cool whenever something would pop up. Like, what? Wait, let me rewind. Go back a little bit and hear something. And it was like, holy crap, I just got that. And just chills go down you because you're in there alone at 2 o'clock in the morning listening to the ghosts. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I'm super excited for you to re-listen to this. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Because it's going to be fun. I got the feeling. For sure. I got a feeling, too. We talked about a lot of spiritual stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, you're welcome on here anytime. It don't matter what it's about. If you want to call and talk, all you got to do is say, hey, fat boy, record. And I got the button right here. Nice. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being on here. And I want everybody out there to watch Clown Motel and everything you got coming up in the works. Because if Clown Motel 4 is being Indiegogo right now, have we uh-huh. got two or two and three done yet? Oh, no, no. We're on. Okay, so Clown Motel started with the short. And then we have Clown Motel Spirits Arise. Mm-hmm. And now we're filming Clown Motel to Death to a Part. Nice. So, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more. Oh, outstanding. Outstanding. Yes. Well, that will work. And uh, we're going to go to, I'm going to get everybody to go to the Indiegogo page for the Clown Motel 4 and Compatible. And yes, I'm gonna... it's going to be, yes. Compatible Finishing Funds and Clown Motel Horror on Indiegogo. Outstanding. And I will post links to those in the show notes, too. Thank you so much. That way everybody can go on there and we can help get these things done because y'all do great work. Thank 